Wilson, like a cork in the ocean over his head. Marking contest over the top, Subic's great grab. Across the ground, bam, in comes Donny Wurzlow. Got it out to a oh. kick, kick smothered, check, Hunter. Who would have thought the sequel would be just as good as the original? Kicks inside 50, McGovern, McGovern, what a player. Shake needs to be in perfect the premiers of 1992. The 1994 premiers. Premiers. The 2018 AFL Premiership team. The West Coast Eagles. Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Big Footy Eagles podcast for another week. It's Derby week. We are previewing the Western Derby between the West Coast Eagles and the Fremantle Dockers, or at least we would be if we had any clue what was going on. Who was playing? Pretty much all we have for now is a time slot, but we've also got a really nice tweet that's come through from Ryan Daniels right before we started the show. So, Honey Badger 35 here with Keys with Miguel Sanchez. Jump in the comments because we are going to do some amateur detective work here, gents. Miguel, we have a tweet from Ryan Daniels. I should have had it prepared, but that's the sort of show this is. Here we go. Hearing strong whispers, a retired premiership player could make a surprise return for the West Coast Eagles in this weekend's derby. The word return I'm disappointed with because uh, yeah, it could mean return to the team. Team. It could mean return to the AFL field, though, because there are a lot of ex-premiership players floating around in the free agency pile and yep. the Eagles apparently are set to swoop. Yeah, um, I've got absolutely no idea how this could be happening because every side has put in a list of 20 players that they're supposed to call on when they get short of players. So um, none of our 20 are ex-premiership players. So where we're plucking this guy from, I've got no idea. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it'll make for some exciting scuttlebutt, I suppose, for the next 24, 48 hours. Could be uh, – there's about five guys, I think, that are retired out of the 2018 Premiership side. But if um, you want to cast the net wider than that, there's a few guys from 2006 that um, Still could a good potentially touch. pull the boots back on. Oh, Sam Butler's not that old. He By Waters. Pull the boots on. Yeah. Sam Butler still works for the club, doesn't he? Is he some sort of maybe he doesn't, no maybe he doesn't. Yeah. He was some sort of commercial um, touch point. He was doing stuff in... over something over in Melbourne. Yeah. But they've come back, haven't they? I don't know. Maybe it was ego. You heard it here first. Uh Keys, are you a wrestling fan? Have you ever been a wrestling fan across the journey? Oh very My God, that's Quentin Lynch's music. <laughs> Not really. Not really. All right. Let me explain the concept of the Royal Rumble to you. The Royal Rumble is this 30-man battle royal where people start in the ring and then I think it's two minutes. Every two minutes, somebody else joins and you get eliminated, you get thrown out over the top and the last person who's in the ring wins the whole thing. But it's always yep. this big suspenseful build-up. Who's going to be number 30? Obviously, it's easier to win from number 30 and all this shit. Nothing would make me laugh more than the Freo Dockers running out and then the Eagles running out and then just a hush falls over the crowd as we wait for number 30. Who's going to be the return player for the Eagles? I mean... Obvious names, Keys, Jeddah, potentially Vardy, Hutchings, uh, Marston, Schofield. They're sort of the five that spring to mind immediately for me. Who there do you think is going to be in good nick? Some of them are still playing. Some of them are playing at various other levels. Is there any guy there that you really want to see back for the West Coast Eagles? All right. I mean, because integrity is such a big deal these days, mm. Mm. Might as well bring back Ben Cousins. <laughs> Let's do it. Get him out yeah, of there. His hammies are probably better than Luke's shoes at the moment. So, <laughs> oh, Come on now. 
Shoey's <laughs> missing with COVID, not hammies, but we'll get to the ins and outs or yeah, what we should uh, them anyway. Shoey one of the COVID I, guys. Yeah, I, I find it hard to believe that Ryan Daniels is not just taking the piss because it doesn't seem... It's unbelievable, but, you know, that's where we're at. Who would know if it's legit or not? I mean, if you wanted a legit one, maybe Maston would be, I don't know, Did is Maston, he retired from Perth, though, didn't he? Yeah. Couldn't get on the park think, for Perth last year, I don't think. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, Schofield's... I think Hutchings, Hutchings, Hutchings I think, be, the yeah. only one that's, that's playing waffle this year. Yeah. Um, Maybe, I don't know, just thinking out loud, maybe one of the 20 guys we listed has gone down with an ACL or something, and so we get to um, top up. get to replace top him, yeah, top up the top up, and we've we've picked Hutch, I don't know. Well, Sharon maybe, in the comments is saying Lecker. Maybe some of the guys on the top up list are out with COVID, so we get to replace one of them. And Yeah, I, Hutchings actually makes a lot of sense. Hutchings winning the medal for tagging Brayshaw out of the game would be the turn-up for the books. Uh, I mean, look, until we know who that player's going to be, that's that's the most interesting angle for me because, Migs, it looks like it's going to be another week of COVID bullshit for the Eagles. Uh, Shuey's name was floated today. Rioli's name was floated. Duggan's name was floated after another good game. So that's three of our best performers from last week, if you don't mind. Uh, it was looking pretty good earlier in the week. I had a crack at the teams, and I sort of had, I think, 12 ins that we... Um, just you know, pluck all the guys that missed last week. Um, yeah, good point from Julian there. Hutchings didn't actually retire, but um, I still think he's the most likely. Um, yeah, it was looking pretty good. We we're going to get back to almost full strength, just missing those um, those long-term injuries. But yeah, now, of course, we're seeing um, you know, really good players uh, get the curse of COVID gets struck down and um, the blokes that are coming back, um, who knows how they'd be affected if they actually had COVID rather than just be um, isolating as close contacts. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, Kelly, we know Kelly had COVID, I think, don't we? But um, Kelly had COVID. Yeah, his he did. posted that and he yeah didn't seem to run out the game too well at all. He, he disappeared in the second half. So whether that's indicative of, uh, of what we um, might see from some of the guys that had COVID. Um, I'm not sure, but yeah, it's going to be, it's just going to be a strange old year, isn't it? It's going to be a strange year. It's going to be a strange week. Keys, we've got uh, news. We're not the only ones affected with the COVID situation in terms of the Derby coming up. Uh, we still don't know the full extent for both teams, but Monday's set to miss. Uh, Fife's missing through injury. Uh, who else? There's a few other names floating around for Freo that I can't really remember or care. I think maybe Sarong, somebody that's missing. But Sarong the big wasn't one, training, apparently. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a thing that I, I think as the year goes on, there'll be one of those frustrating things where people go and watching clubs training and they'll be like, so-and-so's missing and things like that. And they'll be, you know, could you be missing because of COVID or not or whatever? You know, it could be anything. But if they're not there at the moment, you got to assume. you're going to assume that uh, it's a COVID protocol thing. Well, the other big change from the Dockers' point of view and sort of from our point of view as well is that Jamie Graham is going to be in the box because uh, Migs Longmuir is out. 
Jamie Graham elevated. We saw this once before. Simo missed round two in 2018. Jamie Graham stepped in, coached the boys to a win. Good stuff. Well, he's gone across town, and round three this year, he's uh, stepping up for the coach again. So Jamie Graham becomes the first guy to be head coach for both WA clubs. Yeah, for yeah. one game each. And the, uh, there's a few people on Twitter saying he's got a 100% coaching record, which, yeah, from just that one game. Um, but, yeah, I'm wondering how much he'll know of our game plan um, before the tweaks this year, at least. Was it... He was with us last we year. We don't know our game plan anymore. We just go, we just go yeah, out there true. and just, it's like MOs, just go and get the footy. Yeah. Oh, last week's was, you know, the bloke yeah. next to you is named Bill and the bloke next to you is named Ben and go crack in. I mean, they didn't know each yeah. other last week. Uh, Sharon wants, wonders if Shep could come back with a helmet on. Not a premiership player, unfortunately. It was the, the real travesty in all of this. Jamie Graham, another bloke who wasn't a premiership player. I thought he might nah, have been making the switch. Yeah. Doing the long con, you know? Set him up with a dog shit game plan and then come out with an Eagles jumper underneath. But yeah, it's, Jamie, uh, Jamie Graham has never been a head coach during a West Coast loss, so that record can hold through on the weekend. Every single season that yeah. Jamie Graham has coached a game, the Eagles have won the flag. Yeah. Just, I'm a student of history and I'm just telling you what I know. <laughs> I like that stuff. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be scattershot. We don't know how to tackle this game because, frankly, we don't know who's in and out, but let's assume. It's pretty foolish to do this, but for the sake of the podcast, let's assume it's Bailey Williams, it's Shuey, it's Duggan, and it's Rioli. Let's assume they're out, and we'll say we're going to get back the guys who were missing last week in box. So you'd suggest Kennedy's coming back in. You know, you'd suggest uh, who else? Do, I can't even remember who we had out at this Redden, point. Redden, Brass. Redden, yeah. Barris. Uh, Harry Edwards, potentially a chance. Jones. Uh, Jones. Rotham. Rotham. So you're thinking, I mean, Edwards could come in and cover Bailey Williams in a roundabout way. There's a change there you might make. We've got to see where Nick Nat's at, of course. Uh, wait and see. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's Vardy, you know. Maybe they pull yeah. the trigger and, and Vardy comes across because the Ruck division is more stuffed than we know. But, Keys, let's pretend there's some semblance of an AFL side out there. You might see the odd top-up here or there. It sounds like we're definitely going to see a top-up in this former mystery player. Uh, but... In general, some semblance of a side. We saw Freo finally get a win over West Coast last time they met. A, a sort of a different game style this year, but it's been a bit too bizarre to tell. So that game last year that the Eagles lost, they actually had a chance to come back and win, but it, it all started with Freo pouring on the goals. So what do you expect coming into this game, assuming the teams resemble sort of what they're going to look like this year? Um, well, I'll start with Fremantle because I think they're... You know, with the exception of of Monday and perhaps the wrong, you sort of know what they're at this stage. We sort of seem to know what their side's going to be. Um, some talk Darcy's that, touch and go as well, which is Darcy, a big one. Darcy and Tavana apparently is more likely than not. Darcy's 50 50. Monday's definitely out. Cox is definitely back, apparently. Um, Whatever. So, and I, I think you know they'll be fairly keen. They had a, um, a typically inept Fremantle showing against St Kilda on the weekend. Um, but that'll be one that they'll, I think they'll want to try and uh, redeem themselves from. So you know any any notion that we might get, you know, a soft Fremantle went out the window. As soon as they lost, if you know, yeah. you don't normally get soft wins in derbies anyway, sometimes. Um, 
So we're going to find a pretty committed side, but with, um, you know, five from Monday's side, that's a fair bit of midfield grunt that they're missing. Um, you know, it's whether someone like Sonny Walters, who's had a really, really bad start to the year. Um, you know, he's he's another one that's that potentially can, out as well. Yeah, you know, particularly with, you know, you know if we've got a, a bit of a makeshift defence, um, Walters is a sort of snipey little head-ducking fuck that can pop up and jag four or five goals and um, and get the side up and about. He's one of those ones, he's one of those players that, you know, when he does score, he tends to um, rev his teammates up and uh, make opponents want to punch him. Um, I think there's yeah, so, I think there's a good chance he misses, so that could be another one. Although he has been pretty shocking of late, so yeah, you're to so see what you get out of somebody. Yeah, like Tevin is and Darcy. Yeah, they 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 have a huge influence on the result. Um, yeah, Darcy's. Yeah, he was close to all Australian last year. Hmm. Um, yeah, where yeah, Nick Nats reportedly had COVID, so. You know, a guy who was never particularly strong aerobically anyway, he's coming off COVID, he's going to be even less so. We've lost Bailey Williams, which means, yeah, unless the Premiership players, Vardy, coming back, uh, you know, we're rucking with the likes of Harry Edwards or Jack Williams Jamison. or Callum Jamison. Jamison. Um, so we're pretty well We don't know where um, so Darcy, he's gone. I don't know where he's at. Who's that? When was the last time you heard about Stranatica? Yeah. Yeah, he's with, he's um, keeping Ryan Burrow's company. <laughs> and Luke Partington. He's down the way. Um, yeah, he's, he's got a severe case of the Partingtons. But um, he he was having, when we signed him up, he, he was having a foot injury. Um. So, you know, whether he's come back from that or not, I don't know. Um, but he won't, you know, he hasn't been training, so he's not going to come back inside. He's too underdone. No. Um, so, fuck off with what I was talking about. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, Migs, we'll swing a look at the Eagles forward line because, again, touch wood, we don't know the full extent, but it seems like it might be one of the few lines that sort of resembles a team. Darling in. You're expecting Kennedy to come back. Thus far, Ryan hasn't been mentioned, so Ryan should be playing. Petch hasn't been mentioned, so Petch should be playing. You're starting to look at, at, at something resembling the Eagles' forward line, swing Jermaine Jones through there, things like that. Yep. What do you think from the Eagles' forward line? Because albeit it was all thrown together last week, Darling was a man on his own. We don't have Willie Rioli, which is going to be a big out. So it seems like it will have gone quite a way backwards, and yet... I'm much more optimistic, I suppose, that there's going to be a bit of a structure to it this week, assuming things play out how we think they will. Yeah, I think the structure will be better with Kennedy and Darling um, because you know, the, the best defender at the Dockers can't take both of those, so there'll be... Um, you know, Darling will have a... How does fucking Oka know what bloody someone was doing? <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline, but it was actually a legitimate comment. Yeah. Um, King He's taking your, spot as the, um, taking your spot as the training reporter. Just up against the fence. Yeah, King kicked an absolute bag last week for St Kilda. So Pierce is going to go to Kennedy, Darling. I don't know. But there's, there's not two yeah. of them. Is Griffin Logue playing? Um, he is. 
but you'd expect yeah. is he going to go to Ryan? Like where? Yeah. Or if you play him uh, tall, where do, yeah, who covers he, Ryan? He usually gets Darling. I don't know. Yeah. Luke Ryan or Liam Ryan, just to confuse the fuck out of the commentators. That'll uh, be good. Yeah. Um, the forward line uh, should be better than last week, or at least better structure. Um, you know, losing Rioli and his four goals will hurt, but there's other players around there. The, the issue is going to be getting it in there without the um, or without Nick Nat in the mid in the midfield feed, feeding the midfield. If we've um, if that's the way it's going to go, and without Shuey in there as well, there'll be extra pressure on um, uh, Kelly and Redden and whoever plays to um, to actually get the ball moving forward. Uh, Nash Gaff if he plays so. Uh, I, I think the forward line, if we can get them decent supply with the, the players that we've got there, with uh, Kennedy and Darling and everyone, um, they will be able to kick a, um, a competitive score. But, yeah, we need to um, to make sure they've got enough supply. Keys, we talked about Mountford being an option as a tagger during the North Melbourne game. It was a role he was apparently brought in to do. Uh, Nelson, I'm not sure we've heard an update on Nelson, but that's another role that he's done on occasion. Somebody like... Andrew Brayshaw, obviously his derby history is uh, checkered, let's say that. We always find a way to smash him in the head. Andrew Gaff incident aside, I've seen him run into teammates. I've seen him run into the post. I'm waiting to see who's going to smash him in the skull this week. But do you think Mountford will spend some time with him? Yeah, probably would have been the way he's going. Uh, Keys Mountford, Nelson, Hutchings. Like, what are, we, are we tagging him or are we just going to go head to head? Put Gaff on him for shits and giggles. <laughs> just run around with him. Yeah. Get up all, all yeah. up in his business. But he has they been the driving play. force in their midfield. They can play, they can play golf out in the wing. <laughs> it might go that way at the moment. Um, yeah, no, he's been he's been driving their midfield. I mean, Freo's last couple of games, a bit hit and miss, but he's been everywhere for, for both of those. So. Yeah, I think he's the one that, um, from what I understand, the two games, he's the one that um, has been given the most of their drive and Sarong hasn't been as having the same impact as he has previously. So, um, yeah, if you can limit Brayshaw's influence, well, then, um, you know, they're a bit like us. They're a bit skinny through the rest of the midfield in terms of players who can have, who you can rely on to have an impact. There's players there that can, that can have an impact, but they can't do it. They're not necessarily ones you rely on to do it all. All the time. Uh, just looking through some stats here, trying to work out. Obviously, Mig, small sample size, but Frio, 16th in points per game. Eagles, 15th in points per game. Uh, they don't go inside 50 that much, but nobody in footy has gone inside 50 less than the Eagles this year. They don't kick it a lot. We don't kick it a lot. We just are not touching the ball that much. Last in disposals for the Eagles. So it's going to be another one that's decided by the midfield. I'm assuming Nick Matt's... Yeah, pretty much. Nick's either not going to play, or if he does, he's going to maybe be a bit underdone off COVID. I mean, where, where are we looking to lead the midfield? Is it Kelly stepping back up, or is it one of these top-up players, you know, getting a run actually on the ball? Is it Jermaine Jones back on the ball, hopefully? Yeah, a bit of um, Chuck Jones in there a bit. No, I think it's got to be Kelly. I think as the uh, – we're assume, assuming Shuey's out. I think as the sole remaining sort of A-grade mid, um, he'll have to take another step up. Uh, saw good things from him in the first quarter and a bit against North, and then he he faded. But yeah, hopefully he's um he's shrugged off the effects of his of yeah, COVID. Full, and, uh, full work yeah. on the track. 
extra weight. Yeah. He was really good. Pre-season is the caveat, but he was really good in that Freo game in the pre-season yeah, game. he was the second one, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's going to have to come from him. Um, help from the guys around him. Redden as well. Redden had a really good game against uh, Gold Coast and then had to sit out. Uh, we mm. don't know, obviously, whether he had COVID or not, but yeah, if he was just isolating, then um, he, sh- he should be able to come straight back in and, uh, and yeah, hopefully perform to the level he, uh, he performed at um, against Gold Coast. The flag in the background here is about to enter the close contact protocol, so we'll lose lose him in a second. Uh, Keys, the back line, it seems like one that might have to go in tall. Gov's name has been floated, but I don't know if that's legit or not in terms of COVID, so we'll wait and see there. But we've talked about the leg speed issue with Hearn, and then you're assuming Barras Edwards coming back in, Gov. It's a forward line, and I suppose not just the forward line, but the game style of Freo. We saw him spread the Eagles out really well in both the preseason games, get him running, expose Gov one-on-one. He got towed up by Frederick a few times. Tabana got a nice little quarter of footy in the preseason game as well. So is it a leg speed issue? Is it Again, does it fall on the mids? Like, How are we going to protect these guys? Because it does look a little bit bulky. Yeah, I, I, it's not going to depend on... You know, guys on like Foley. Um, you know, Witham's going to have to step up. We might get... Um, Hoff might come back. He, he can add a bit of speed, but not much in the way of experience or or strength. Um, so he, he might... You know, if he can play, he can maybe play a role. But, yeah, again... And... and if Tavener uh, and Tracy don't come back, three are pretty short forward. Apart from Lob, they've got not much height down there. Um, did see someone in the media suggest that Cox could play forward um, because they've sort of got guys give down back. Mark out, yeah. Um, yeah. It'll give them another marking target if um, if Tavener doesn't play. So, yeah, it's going to be... It's a tough one for the coaches, you know, because they they really, um, well, I don't know what they got to, to you know, the, the team structure is, is, I mean, they'll know better than us, obviously, but even still, I mean, you know, they could, they could get a phone call tomorrow morning and another three mm. players that they thought were okay can, can be out and we, and they were still going to get to Sunday yet. So, I mean, last week we got a guy had a guy coming out of the grandstands. If you got a ticket on Sunday's game, you, you're a chance if you take your boots along. Um, Especially if you're a retired premiership player. Yeah, some mystery player that's going to get back on board. What about this? We Actually, talked about um, the integrity issues. All right, you go, Mix. Sorry, Peter Wilson and Ryan Turnbull sit near me, so it could be one of those oh, guys, both ex premiership players. <laughs> that would be huge. Literally. Uh, we've got integrity issues all over the place. We can't delay. We can't postpone. We have to push on. That's the thing we decided. Yeah. That's what we all agreed upon. What about this as an option? And I know it's not an option they're going to take up. The Eagles and the Cats both have a buy in round 13. In round 14, the Eagles play the Cats. Right. So that's an easy one. You swap those around. In round 14, Freo also have their buy. So push this game. Both clubs get their buy super early. We don't play in round three. We play in round 13 against the Cats. Frio's buyer becomes now. We play a derby in round 14. Season keeps on going. Everybody can play a legitimate side. 
what sort of chance do you reckon that the AFL have kicked around an idea as straightforward as that? Yeah. No, because um, it made sense. <laughs> it did, but it gives them no other wriggle room, I suppose, if they want to... But for what, they, uh, what are they using the wriggle room for if not this exact yeah. scenario, if not last week? The, yeah. The, you know, I know they're not going to do it, but for all the, no, the show must go on, there's been a bit of media backpedalling about good on the Eagles for cracking on, but, geez, you wouldn't like that to repeat. Well, we're going to have a repeat. Seven days later, we're going to have a repeat because it's yep. going to be, with no disrespect for the guys, but Aaron Black might play a derby. You know, Mountford might get another game. We're talking about somebody that's not even on our COVID list as a late yeah. in. Like, what's happening here? Push it. Just push it. But in any way, it's going to be a memorable derby, that's for sure. Uh, do we want to get into tips then, gents? Because without knowing the teams, they've pushed the team announcement back until Saturday. Uh, there's really not too much we can unpack beyond what we've already done, I guess. Yeah, I'm not. I, 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 I'm tipping Fremantle simply because I think they're more settled going into the weekend. Mm. Um, right. They're not. They're not entirely settled, but they're more settled than us. And I think they they'll um, they'll be pretty keen to atone for last week. And I and I think there's. I think we might have got against North. We might have got away a little bit with North, maybe just softening their attitude a little bit and just going, oh, it's you know, it's a it's a makeup side, you know, maybe not, and maybe not having that real uh, ruthless streak to say, right, let's put those guys to the sword. Mm. Um, you know, Fremantle aren't going to be like that. They they'll they'll want to. If they get a chance to really put us away, they'll they'll take it. Make make no mistake. So, um, I I think with that, I think that the sort of the real intensity of the contest will be greater than it was last week from their opponents. Um, and you know we're just still, you know, whatever the team's named on Saturday. I don't I don't believe the team will be until. We saw who runs out on or lines up at the centre bounce. Yeah, that's true. Actually, it's always potential. Yeah. So, um, you know, you can't plan. We've got guys, some guys who are coming off COVID. The guys who perhaps haven't had COVID have have been running on a treadmill maybe for a week. So they're they're not. They 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 haven't got any. Haven't. You know, there's no touch. You know, they've got to try and get that back in the game. Um, they might, some of them might be able to train tomorrow, perhaps. Um, but you know, we're just—it's just all over the place. You can't, you can't work it out. So, regardless of what side gets named on Saturday, I'd, I'd be saying Fremantle, and I'd be thinking Fremantle by probably by a fair bit. You know, six, seven, eight goals. That's fun. That's good. Uh, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, unfortunately. I think that's where we're at at the moment. Until I see an AFL side named, it's hard to expect much more than that. Frio and would be much then. better at putting a team to the sword than North Melbourne. Well, not even even then, because I've seen more signs in these first two rounds than I thought I would, given you know the build-up to round one and then the build-up to round two, both unique and, and I suppose low expectations for both of them for various reasons. But 
it's starting to be like, oh shit, we've got to get a win on the board. So there will be a bit of pressure and I'm sure they'll crack on and, and really have a go. I don't know if the experience is going to tell. So maybe Freo win. Maybe Freo win by the four or five goal mark. Uh, Frederick carved us up twice. So I'm worried about what's going to happen with him. Not because I think he's a world beater by any stretch, but really if, if the ball's getting won time and time and time again, the way we defend, it's not suited to getting beat and getting beaten easily out of the middle. So we'll wait and see what happens there. Best eagle for me, I'm hoping Liam Ryan plays. And why not Liam Ryan? He's always capable of doing something special. He's always capable of just, you know, popping up with three or four goals out of nowhere. So who knows? Maybe maybe that version of the Eagles will turn up this week. We'll wait and see. Migs, uh, who's going to win? And uh, who do you like for best on for the Eagles? Yeah, uh, just... Yeah, Moss's comment there, free old win if they kick goals, but they couldn't hit the side of a barn. Well, Bulldogs won tonight without being able to hit the side of a barn and managed to beat Yeah, Sydney, I don't so. think Freo aren't going to get a ride like the Bulldogs got, by the way. Well. Yeah. Um, Sorry. All this WA yeah. umpiring bullshit. I've never seen a side get carried like the Dogs were last um, earlier today. Yeah. I, 80, um, 80, just 80 to 50. That's their free kick for and against this season so far. And Sydney got... Most of them in the last... Sydney got plenty in the last, like, three or four minutes. The three games the Bulldogs have played, 83 kicks four, 50 against. It's not a bad ratio. That's nice. They're getting... Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, Mig, sorry, hit us with a tip and hit us with your prediction for best on. Um, I I pretty much echo what you guys have said. Yeah, um, if we have the sort of side uh, that we had against North... Uh, as well as those guys performed. Frio aren't going to let us um, have it as easy as North did. Um, they're going to be... They've been uh, under the media blowtorch a bit this week. They'll, um, they'll be smarting. They always play up against us anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, Frederick, as you said, is a, is a real um, problem. He's, he's a difficult matchup because he's pretty big and he's quick, and I'm not sure we've got anyone for him. Um, so, yeah, I'll pick us, I'll pick, uh, us to lose by... <sighs> Five goals, yeah. Uh, and our best field will be our um, surprise premiership player, Cameo. Chris Marston. Chris Marston, baby. Alex Rance. Oh fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Luke Shuey confirmed out. Willie Rioli confirmed out. Bailey Williams confirmed out from Ryan Daniels. All in COVID isolation. So that's yeah. a fun way to finish things off today. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Just to lighten the mood, guys. Share the show. Jump in the chat, all that good stuff. We'll uh, we'll have a chat to you next week, do a bit of wash-up and see what's happened with the Derby. Uh, jump on Twitter because th- I think it's going to be a big news weekend. So follow us on Twitter at WCEBFpod and we will share everything that you need to know. Uh, final pick, guys, before we leave, who is going to be the top-up player? I'm going to say it is going to be Hutch. Keys. Oh, you said Hutch. I'm going to say Vardy. Party. There I'm, you go, Migs. I'm just trying to interpret this tweet from Adrian Barrich. Um, just replying to Ryan Daniels' earlier one uh, about the retired premiership player. Been training in secret, I believe. Always could read the play. Spotted a loophole in the top-up player rules. Right. So it's Tom Swift. He's a doctor, so he's got <laughs> the smarts to find a loophole. I'll tell you that yeah. much for free. Read the play could be Lewis Jetta. Possibly. I would welcome Lewis Jetta back with the I would love to see Lewis Jetta back. open arms. Oh, imagine somebody no, getting no, in. There's no, there's no, no way Jetta's match fit. No. 
yeah, also, I think he left on pretty bad terms. But uh, I don't know. Quentin Lynch, come on down. We'll wait and see. Anyway, guys, that'll do us for the week. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week on the Wash Up, probably Tuesday. I think we will uh, have a chat about the Derby. And until then, I guess all the best for the Eagles, all the best for the COVID protocols. We'll wait and see who plays. Bye for now. Go Western Warriors.